Tommy barely remembered last night, but what he got out of it was this. Wilbur, Phil, and Techno put his boxes in his room, then as they tried to get him out of the car and into bed, he woke up. He barely remembers what happened after, just a fuzziness around the edges of the memory like a vignette. What he does remember is warmth and comfort, long legs cuddling him closely, some high-pitched giggling, and the taste of warm milk. He thinks it was confusing, but needed. Well, he's not going to dwell on it. He's got more important matters to attend. Breakfast was a gentle and quiet affair, with a slight buzz of excitement coursing through. Wilbur had made pancakes, and it went smoothly with only minor hiccups, like how he nearly m messed up the flip one time. Tommy had giggled at that, and Wilbur and Techno looked at him as if they were waiting for something. He just shrugs it off, opting to bully Wilbur and cursing the shit out of him. Surprisingly, the pancakes were good, and so was the apple juice put in front of him in the blue plastic cup. He had chocolate chips in his pancakes at his request, as well as on top of the pancake stack. He devoured them in minutes, tearing them into them without cutting them. He smiled when he finished, thanking Wilbur. You're welcome, Tommy, he had said sweetly before focusing on something on Tommy's face. Tom's, you've got something on your cheek. Wilbur pointed to the left side of his cheek and Tommy went to wipe it away when apparently he had missed it. Wilbur tried correcting him again, but he missed it again. So Wilbur reached over and wiped away the leftover pancake from his cheeks. There you go, sweetheart. He had said as Tommy blushed bright red, feeling a lot smaller than before. He mumbled a thank you and looked away, preferring to drink some apple juice out of the cup. At some point, the cup nearly slipped out of his hands, so he just used both hands to drink, even if it made him feel childish. He was a bit small, after all. He had nearly finished the juice when Techno spoke up. Tom's, how old are you, buddy? Tommy had choked on his apple juice before looking at the, up at the man. What? Tommy, darling, it's okay to be little. We'd love to take care of you, firecracker. Wilbur had gently said, pushing some strands of Tommy's bed head out of his face. How did you know? Wilbur looked at him quizzically, and when Tommy looked to his left at Techno, the other man looked just as confused. Tommy, baby, do you remember last night? Wilbur asked gently. What? No, it's all fuzzy. Why? Oh, he must have slept last night. Did I? Techno nodded. Yeah, buddy, you did. Tommy blushed, groaning as he placed his hands, his head in his hands, his elbows on the cool countertop of the bar top counter in the kitchen. How'd he let himself regress in front of them? This was one of his secrets he planned to take to his grave. He always tried to hide it the best he could, playing it off as sleepiness or because of his anxiety. So why now? What happened last night? It's alright, Toms. We're not mad, Techno said. Tommy perked his head up, looking at him. Really? His voice was slurred and high-pitched because of him suddenly slipping at the gentle kindness. 
Techno chuckled. Really? Tommy whimpered as he slipped further into little space, crashing his body into Techno's. The toddler-minded boy clung to the young adult's soft and gray hoodie, burying his face into the warmth. It was just as safe and comforting as Wilbur, and he couldn't help but slip down further into a toddler. He felt a large hand pat his back and pull him onto Techno's lap as he cooed when the hand started rubbing his back. Tommy slipped his thumb into his mouth, suckling gently on the digit. Do you have any little gear, baby boy? We tried to ask you last night, but you were too small to respond, Wilbur asked. Tommy nodded, slipping off of Techno's lap to grab Wilbur's hand with his free hand, leading him up to his room. He hopped up the stairs one at a time, giggling and counting each one behind his thumb. But was but he was being very careful not to fall off, not to fall because he was quite clumsy, quite the l clumsy little. Tommy whined when he got to the shut door, but luckily Techno, who had been following them, opened it for them. Thank you, Techie, he thanked, giggling. You're welcome, baby, he chuckled. Tommy walked in, giggling when he saw Betty on the bed. He let go of Wilbur's hand to walk. It was more like a clumsy stumble. And to his bed he, he and to his bed and grabbed the stuffed dog. He rubbed this dog's soft fur on his face, giggling at the texture. She was just so fluffy. Is that all, little one? Wilbur asked. Tommy pouted and shook his head. Nuh-uh, he exclaimed, before walking over to his closet, grabbing his backpack. He plopped onto the floor, releasing his grip on Betty and his thumb from his mouth to clumsily open the book bag. At the bottom, under a yellow sweater he'd purposely put in there, was seven hidden items. A red pacifier with a white handle made for littles. A crinkly teether. A soft red blanket with white stars. And a plushie of a Minecraft cow. A baby bottle with patterns of stars and a little blue sippy cup. Look it, Papa, here it is, Tommy exclaimed cheerfully. Wilbur sat down next to him, carefully to not sit on any of the items on the floor. He ruffled Tommy's messy locks, and then he leaned, and then the little leaned into the, into the touch. Wilbur moved his hands to inspect the items, mumbling something about the soft, about the stuff needing to be washed. Bored, Tommy babbled, reaching for the red and white pacifier, before Wilbur stopped him. No, darling, I have to wash that first, he calmly corrected him. Tommy whined, but allowed Wilbur to grab the things that needed to be washed. As Wilbur stood up, Tektor came over to cuddle him. Tommy babbled, revealing in the reveling in the close comfort. Techno played with Tommy's hair while quietly talking to the little. Before long, Wilbur came back with a clean pacifier. Tommy allowed his father to slip the pacifier in his mouth and immediately felt calmer. Now, Toms, I forgot. Which one do you want? Sippy cup or bottle? Wilbur asked. Spippy, Tommy exclaimed around the pacifier. Okay, what do you want to drink, water or juice? Happy juice, peas, Tommy asked, and Wilbur nodded. 
Okay, baby, good manners, firecracker. I'll be back soon, okay? Why don't you and Techno play with your stuffies, little one? Tommy giggled excitedly, shoving the cow plushie into Techno's hands. Okay, Papa, pay, Techie, pay, he cheered. Techno nodded, taking the cow plush, and handing Betty over to Tommy. The two made up a story where Betty and the cow, whose name was Henry, were having a dance-off. Betty won the first round and Henry won the second, and Tommy pouted until Techno told him what it means that they could have a big finale round to break the tie. Betty won in the grand finale and Tommy cheered. Techno had let the little win, but Tommy didn't need to know that. Wilbur had come back in the middle of the second round and handed Tommy his sippy cup full of apple juice. The little head taken it gratefully, sipping the juice in between rounds and turns. By the time the juice was done, Tommy felt even smaller, and a bit sleepy too. He yawned as he cuddled into Wilbur's body, propping himself up by, li by laying in between the man's legs, head resting on Wilbur's chest. Wilbur carted his hand through Tommy's hair, and the little leaning into the soft scratches. Techno stood up, grabbing the empty sippy cut to go wash it. Toms, would you like anything else to drink? Techno asked. Tommy nodded and answered, Baba, peace, Baba. Oh, do we have a baby Tom-Tom -tom on our hands, Wilbur cooed? Tommy whined behind his passy and snuggled further into his dad. Do you want milk, Tom's? Tom Techno asked. Tommy nodded. I'll milk. Techno paused. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna have to look that up first. Sorry, baby. Tommy whined, tears filling his eyes. Logically, the, his big mind knew he'd have to wait, but he wasn't big right now. He was just barely above one, a lot smaller than his four-year-old mind from before. He really wanted angel milk, and Bubba didn't know what that was. He's gonna have to wait forever. Oh, Tom, Tom, it'll only be just a moment, I promise, Technical gently said before leaving the room to go get him some more milk. Tommy whined at the loss of Techno before Wilbur cuddled him. Oh, honey bum, it's okay. Do you want something to play with while you wait? Tommy reached for his crinkler tea, crinkly teether before falling, stra falling straight on his face, unable to hold himself up. He whined even louder this time, with tears rolling down his face as he sniffed. His nose hurt and he was tired and thirsty, and he wasn't happy that he had to wait. His passy had also fallen out when he fell over, and now it was all dirty. On top of it all, he still doesn't have his teether. Dada, he cried pitifully, and Wilbur immediately pulled up the boy from his position. Oh, baby, it's all right. Dada's got you. You're okay. Wilbur soothed, guiding the baby-minded child into his lap. Wil Tommy cried and buried his heavy head into Wilbur's shirt. The older man rubbed circles into his back, soothing the boy. Wilbur handed him the crinkly teether, and Tommy eventually stopped crying, enchanted with the noises of the elephant-shaped sha elephant teether made. Tommy squished and crinkled it, occasionally gnawing on the item.
By the time Techno came back, Tommy was even sleepier, despite it being only a couple hours after he woke up. Babies sleep a lot, after all. Wilbur picked up Tommy with ease, laying him down on his back on the bed before getting up on the bed himself, handing the dirty pacifier to Techno to wash. He laid back, his back resting against the wall, grabbed Tommy and cradled him. Techno ruffled Tommy's hair and planted a kiss on his forehead before walking out of the room to go wash the soother. Okay, Tom, Tom, Bubba got you milk. Can I feed you? Wilbur asked. Tommy nodded and made his and made grabby hands for the bottle. Wilbur guided it to him, and Tommy drank from it greedily as Wilbur held it in place, occasionally pulling it away so Tommy didn't choke. Techno entered the room at some point sitting to the left of Wilbur and Tommy, so he could play with Tommy's hair. His blue, his baby blue eyes drooped as he got closer to finishing the bottle full of warm milk. By the time he was a little under three quarters of the way done, he shied away from the bottle and hid his face in Wilbur's chest, listening to the soft thumps of his heartbeat. His thumb sneaked into his mouth and he suckled on it as Wilbur and Techno chatted. There was a pause on the conversation, and with his eyes closed, Tommy felt his thumb being removed and cleaned, and the clean pacifier being placed in his mouth. He babbled out a babyish, thank you, before he fell asleep to the sounds of Wilbur and Techno talking softly. When Tommy woke up, it was with arms wrapped around him. The owner of said arms were texting on their phone, and Tommy made out the name Phil's a Minecraft before he looked up. There was Wilbur, who was gently smiling at him. His brown eyes were crinkled at the edges, and he looked completely and wholly content. Tommy decided he could stay here forever. Hi, Toms. How big are you, baby? Wilbur asked. I'm not, he yawned, stretching his sleepy joints. Little, if that's what you're asking. Wilbur nodded. Wilbur smiled and nodded. Alrighty, then. You want to get up and get lunch then, Tommy? Fuck yeah, I'm starving. Wilbur released the teen, and Will and Tommy got up, shoving the blankets to the edge of the bed. Wilbur got up after him, ruffled his hair, and walked behind him as, to as they left Tommy's room. Tommy walked past Techno, who was sitting on the couch playing Minecraft on his laptop. Tommy paused and walked behind the pink-haired man. Bed wars again, Tech? Tommy asked, peering at his screen. Yep, beating up nerds again. Techno paused, then looked at Tommy's Tommy with wide eyes. Wait, um, shit, fuck, yeah, are you small right now? He panicked. Tommy burst out laughing. Nah, big man, you're good. I'm just fucking hungry, not regressed. Techno sighed in relief. Oh, thank fuck. I thought I said that to tiny you. Nah, I think Wilbur would have killed you if that was the case. Yeah, probably, Wilbur shouted from the kitchen. As you should, man. Anyways, what are you guys going to have for lunch? I haven't had anything yet, so I'll probably just have what you're having, Techno said. Uh, Wilbur, what are we having for lunch? Tommy asked. I don't fucking know. We have fries and chicken nuggets, some macaroni and cheese, or we could just have sandwiches, Wilbur replied, digging through the fridge. 
what are you gonna have, guys? Techno asked. Something quick, preferably. Unless you're not feeling up to go shopping anymore, guys. Wilbur said. I'm good. Are you good, Tommy? Techno asked. Oh no, I'm fine. I usually feel recharged after I regress, so I'm good. Sandwiches then? Quickest thing there, Tommy said to the two men. Sure, what sandwiches do you guys want? Wilbur asked, stepping into the living room. Do you have cold cuts? Techno asked. Yeah, chicken and ham. What do you want? Wilbur asked. Chicken, please. Do you mind if I make it, man? Techno asked. Go right ahead, Wilbur mentioned. Wilbur motioned for Techno to go into the kitchen. Tommy, chicken with honey mustard? You know it, big man, Tommy said, and Wilbur ruffled his hair. Tommy sits at the counter, waiting for Techno and Wilbur to be done. As soon as Techno finished his, Wilbur was finishing up his own. Tommy got up to take Techno's place when Wilbur turned around and placed down a sandwich in front of him. Tommy went to slide it over to Wilbur's spot when Wilbur stopped him. No, Toms, that's yours, Wilbur corrected, sliding the plate back to him. Tommy went beet red and sputtered. What? D I can do it myself, you know. I'm a big man, after all. Wilbur tilted his head slightly, softly smiling at him. I know, kiddo. Just let me take care of you, okay? Tommy brushed, blushed brighter. I don't need to do that for me, big man. I know. I wanted to, though. Now shush and eat your sandwich, gremlin child. Tommy grumbled, but began to eat his sandwich. No need to waste a perfectly good sandwich, after all. Soon, Wilbur joined him in Technome, and the three of them ate in moderate silence. By the time all three of them were done, Wilbur was unloading the dishwasher and placed their dirty plates in. Techno was scrolling on his phone, and quietly laughed at some meme, probably. Are you two ready to go? Yeah, big man, of course. Y'all still good? Yeah, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, but I think you still need to get dressed, Techno said. What do you mean? He looked down to see he was still in his pajamas. Oh. He only then realized that he was the only one in pajamas still. Techno was fully dressed in an outfit consisting of Bad's two million muffins hoodie in black and some blue jeans. Wilbur was dressed as well, a red sweater under black jacket and black slacks with another one of his damn beanies on his head. Tommy didn't hate them per se, but Wilbur had no fucking variety in hats. Tommy flushed a light pink before getting up. I'm gonna go get dressed really quick, he said, hurrying up the stairs. Brush your teeth, gremlin. Wilbur called after him and Tommy rolled up, rolled his eyes. His dad could be so overprotective sometimes. Tommy brushed his teeth, then got dressed so he didn't ruin his clothes. He threw on his schlatt and company. He should say hi to the fucker, see how his preparations for his move to Texas are going. Hoodie. And washed out denim jeans. He combed his hair quickly as well, before rushing back downstairs to his family. Okay, fuckers, I'm ready now. Well, Wilbur looked up at him him and down before speaking up. Good, you brush your teeth, right? Tommy groaned. Oh my god, yes, dad. Can I 
go get my coat now, or do I have to brush my teeth again? He snarked, rolling his eyes. No, Tom, no, no, Tommy, you're fine. Go get your coat on, Wilbur said, smiling at him. Thank fuck, Tommy grumbled. What was that, gremlin child? Nothing, Dad, Tommy called out as he walked to the coat closet, grabbing his, grabbing out his blue puffer coat, slipping it on and zipping it up. That's what I thought, Wilbur yelled back, laughing. Tommy rolled his eyes as he put his black snow boots, tying the laces and putting the Velcro into peace. God, Wilbur was so annoying. He loved him, though. Tommy pulled his gloves out of his pockets and slipped them on. They were soft, and he loved them dearly. Wilbur and Techno came over and both slipped on their shoes, and once they were already, Wilbur turned off the lights but left the hallway light on. They all stepped out into the late January air of Brighton, and Tommy wiggled his toes in his snow boots, itching to jump into the snow piles. Tommy, do not jump into the snow piles. We have to go out, Wilbur reminded him. Tommy looked up at him and sneaked a foot into the closet closest pile, giggling. Tommy, don't you dare, Wilbur warned, almost daring Tommy. Tommy stepped another foot in and started laughing even harder as he packed the snow together into a ball. Tommy said, don't you dare, Wilbur warned him again. Tommy ignored him instead throwing the snowball straight at his face. It hit its target as he burst into hysterical laughter as Wilbur froze, slowly blinking into through the snow. He heard Techno laughing in the background as Wilbur wiped it off his face and looked straight at Tommy. You fucked up, kid, Techno said, laughing. Tommy paled his hysterical laughter, pausing into only occasional giggles he was holding in. Wilbur was staring straight into his soul with a hint of amusement behind his eyes. Dad? he asked nervously as the man continued to stare. I told you, Tom, I told you to stop, Tommy, Wilbur said sternly. Tommy froze, paling even further. Oh god, he fucked up. Dad was mad at him. He didn't listen and now he was angry. He hoped he wasn't too mad. Maybe then he'd just get yelled at. Wilbur spoke up again. You didn't listen. Tommy knew he didn't. He was so sorry. And now you've got to pay the price, he said while grinning. Tommy's breathing started to pick up, and he felt tears well in his eyes. Oh, he was so mad. Tommy was done for. Wilbur stopped before looking at him confusedly. Tommy, what's wrong? I'm sorry I made you mad. I shouldn't have done that, Tommy rambled, tears threatening to fall. Oh no, honey, I was just i was joking around. I was going to throw a snowball bag at you, he said, frowning. Really? Tommy asked him, sniffling. Of course, Toms. Would you like a hug? Wilbur asked, opening up his arms. Tommy nodded, wiping his tears away and walked over and hugged Wilbur tightly. Wilbur hugged him back, apologizing for scaring him. The two ended the hug after a couple of minutes when, with Wilbur pretending to kiss, pressing to kiss Tommy's forehead, and an arm slung over the younger shoulder. The group of three walked to the furniture store, which was a 15-minute walk from home. When they entered, Wilbur pulled out his phone. He explained he had a list of the things Tommy needed, 
and that he could pick out whatever he wanted. So Tommy made his way around the store, checking off as many things as possible at a reasonable price. He picked out a nice L-shaped desk, a bed frame with a matching bedside table, and a tall chest, all made out of the same caramel-colored wood. He was planning on painting the drawers of on the items white as well. He also picked out a circular cream-colored area shag rug that was incredibly soft to match with his things. Finally, he picked out a white wooden bookshelf. Once Tommy was happy with his selections, Wilbur went to pay, and Tommy paused. I thought I was paying, Tommy asked, tilting his head in confusion. Wil- Wilbur looked at him. At- Wilbur looked at him with knitted eyebrows and an odd look in his eyes. Tommy, I'm your father. I'm paying for your things. But I'm supposed to pay. That's how it's always been. The adults pay for the small things, and I pay for the big stuff, Tommy states, and he watches in bewilderment as Tom, as Wilbur places his hand on his shoulder and looks at him with sudden seriousness. Tommy, I know that's how it worked with your birth parents, and that's not how it works here. They shouldn't have made you pay for all those big things, just small payments for little toys or trinkets. I pay for things like your furniture and clothes because I'm an adult and your parent. And if you want to, you can buy things. You can buy yourself fun little things if you want to. You shouldn't and won't be paying for big purchases under my roof until you've got your feet on the ground and in your own place. Okay? Wilbur says, and Tommy nods. Good. Now I'm going to pay. Why don't you go sit with Takno? I'm sure he'd love your company while I'm doing all this boring stuff, Wilbur requested, and Tommy nodded and did so, giving him a quick hug before jogging over to Techno. Hey kid, what's up? Techno asked. Dad told me to come over here and wait for him to finish paying, Tommy replied. Oh cool, wanna watch me beat all these nerds at Among Us? Hell yeah, who are you playing with? Tommy asked, moving so he was standing next to Techno. Just some fucking randos. I'm imposter too. Fuck yeah. Techno killed the Cyan character, subsequently winning him the game. He high-fived Tommy and cackled. Fuck yeah, let's go, Techno. Wilbur walked Wilbur walked out grinning. What's going on, guys? he asked. I just beat a bunch of randos in Among Us, Techno replied, looking up at Wilbur to grin at him lazily. Ay, nice. I paid for your stuff, Tommy. We just have to pick you up some new pillows at the store along with a couple of groceries. All right, let's go then, Tommy said, and Wilbur nodded, ruffling his hair. The three left the furniture store and walked over to the nearby grocery store, making small talk on the way there. Once they entered, the damn place was packed. Wilbur gripped Tommy's hand and Wilt and Tommy gripped on the technos. Okay, Tommy, stay by me, all right? Techno, you as well since you're new here, Wilbur demanded. The two agreed and they made their way through the packed store. Quickly, Wilbur diverted to the buggies, grabbing one and immediately steering to the produce section. He got to work, employing Tommy and Techno to grab the fruits while he grabbed the vegetables. They worked in tandem, and Tommy and Techno never strayed far from each other or Wilbur. They made quick work of that section, crossing off every item except for peppers. 
Once they rejoined, Wilbur made sure they were both with them and quickly went to the frozen section, grabbing a bag of pre-seasoned spicy chips and a pint of ice cream for each of them. Wilbur got birthday cake, Tommy got vanilla, and Tecna got brownie batter. Tommy, man, you're so fucking boring, Tecna said. I, what, hey, no I'm not, he stuttered, glaring at the older man. Vanilla is literally the most basic flavor you can get. There's nothing to it. You bitch, I got French vanilla, not plain vanilla. There is a difference, he said, showing off the pint of ice cream. Tommy, that says vanilla, not French vanilla. Techno deadpanned. No, it is. Tommy flipped it around to see it was only plain vanilla. Oh. Tommy turned behind turned back around to the freezer and swapped out the plain vanilla for French vanilla ice cream. Now it's French vanilla, he boasted, and Techno and Wilbur started laughing hysterically. Tommy began cackling and threw the pint into the buggy, and they continued traversing through the store until they got to the snacks. Alright, this is going to be the last you last you about a week, so pick out a reasonable amount, Wilbur warned, and he nodded. Tommy immediately grabbed Oreos, some Ritz crackers, and some walkers, and went back to Wilbur, who was grabbing golden Oreos. Tommy dumped his snacks into the cart and grinned at Techno, who was picking, who picked up the bag of walkers in confusion. What are walkers? We don't have those in the U.S., Techno asked. They're crisps, man, Wilbur said. Crisps? Oh, right, you guys call it ch chips, crisps, and fries chips. That's fucking weird, dude, Techno said. No, you Americans are the weird ones calling your foods and things weird names, Tommy said. Techno rolled his eyes. I don't take shit from people under 18. They don't have rights. Oh, you bitch, fuck you, Dad. Well, are you hearing this shit? Techno's fucking bullying me, Tommy whined. Techno, leave your child alone. You can bully him when we're not in a packed grocery store. Besides, he's right, Americans name things weirdly. Oh, but, well, it's only time... It's always time to bully the child. Bug off, we need to go to the meat section. Stay close, Wilbur said, walking out of the aisle to the meat section of the store. Techno and Tommy paused him, staying close by, but as they walked by the cereal aisle, Tommy noticed a box of brand new cereal he'd never seen before. He paused, forgetting he was supposed to be staying close, and picked up the box. Minecraft Creeper Cereal, he murmured, flipping the box around to look at the back. Who the hell would get this? Hey guys, look at this. Tommy turned around to see his family was gone. Okay, this is fine, he thought to himself. I'll just go look for them. They went to the meat section, right? Wait, where's the meat aisle? Tommy began walking to where he believed the meat was, weaving through a large crowd cereal box in hand. As he noticed the sign for the meat, he was shoved and tripped by someone on the ground. He tried to catch himself, throwing the box out of his hands to catch himself. He ended up scraping his hands and nearly falling flat on his face. He heard some shouts and arms helping him up. It's alright, son, up we go, a kind voice said, and he looked up to see a middle-aged lady helping him up. Thank you, ma'am, he said, looking for his box of cereal. That's when he... We heard the crying and saw a lady stirring up to him, 
the box of cereal in one hand and a small crying toddler in the in another. Excuse me, is this your son? She asked the lady that helped him up. No, I, she said, but was cut off by the lady. Young man, where are your parents? She furiously yelled, causing a crowd to form. Um, I don't know. I, I got lost, and I don't know where my dad went, he said, confused. Where did he go? Well, I would like them to know that how much of a rude child they raised, throwing a box of cereal at my son, she yelled, shaking the box of cereal in his face. Oh, shit, he didn't mean to do that. Miss, I'm so sorry, I, I didn't mean to. I got tripped and the box flew out of my hand. I can text my dad to see where he is, he apologized, pulling out his phone. Now I want you to put that damn phone away and apologize to my son, she yelled. He put the phone down, trying not to anger the lady further. Damn, she remembered. She reminded him of his birth mom. He bent down to the kid's level and began to speak. Hey, kiddo, I'm sorry for hitting you. I didn't mean to hit you, big man. The kid keeps crying, and he looks up at, it, at the mother who's looking at him expectantly. What? he asked, confused. What else could he fucking do? The kid was un inconsolable. He definitely didn't want him, of all people. You think that was a good apology? We both know. We all know. That was fucking phony, she yelled. What? He said, panic enveloping him. You purposely hit my son, you insignificant little shit. You think someone as worthless as you can get away with hitting my son? I will fucking sue you. Worthless. Her words were like ice-cold water being splashed on him, setting his nerves on fire. He stayed kneeled in front of the kid, frozen in place. The ice water invaded his lungs, and he struggled to breathe in the sea of ice surrounding him. He should be used to the cold by now, but he still feels it overwhelming him every time it comes onto him. Worthless. There are people shouting at the lady as he desperately covers his ears to block it out. He feels so alive, and yet if he were never real in the first place, it's all too much. He wants to scream when his arms reach out to touch him, to grab him. And he scurries back, slamming into a pair of legs. He looks up to see the familiar brown curls of his father's soft hair, brown eyes swirl with worry and poorly hidden anger. Worthless. Tommy Firecracker, are you alright? Wilbur says. And Tommy feels his big head's face crackle apart as if flames were consuming it. Papa, he asks. He asks, and his throat feels sore. Why was it sore? Oh, honey bun, Papa is here now. Come here, I've got you, Wilbur says, bending down to hold him. Tommy holds him tight and sobs into Wilbur's shoulder, finally feeling real again. He sobs and sobs and sobs. That lady was so horrid, so familiar to his own mother. It was like looking through a, the rounded part of a spoon, warped but still grounded in reality. He tried to grasp the reality he so needed, but it slipped through clumsy hands and a younger mind. Papa, he hiccups, I want to go home. All right, baby, his father whispers, we'll go home. And they did. After getting the hell away from that lady, Tommy was seated in the back of the cart. Wilbur quickly grabbed some flour and milk, which was something he really needed, or else he wouldn't have gotten it. 
He had to get it now because Tommy's going to need him at home later. They made their way out. He made their way to the checkout, and Wilbur softly smiled at Tommy. Hey, baby, how about you grab a candy bar? Whatever you want. Really? He asked, looking up at Wilbur. Mm-hmm. Don't be worried about it. Go grab it, sure you. You deserve it. Tommy gazed at the selection in front of him, his brain overloaded with choice. Um, Papa, I don't know what I want, he said nervously. That's right, hon. Do you want something nutty? Tommy Sugar said. All right, with chocolate? Tommy nodded excitedly. Of course, a good choice. Do you want nougat? A nod. How about caramel? Again, a nod. How about a Mars bar? Tommy paused, but eventually agreed. Yes, please, he shyly said. Oh, of course, firecracker. Wilbur picked up a Mars bar and put it on the belt with the th their other things the Techno had been unloading. Tommy looked down at the bar and then looked up at Wilbur. What's a Mars bar? Techno asked. Oh, it's nougat and caramel coated in chocolate. You don't have that in the States, Wilbur explained. Oh, no, we do. We just call it a Milky Way. That's a cool name, Tommy said quietly, picking at his shirt's hem. It is, Tommy, Wilbur said. Eventually, it was their turn, and they got their bags and paid. Techno and Wilbur helped him get out of the cart. The adults carried the majority of the bags, while Tommy carried a couple of light bags. He also ate his Mars bar and giggled when the caramel drooped in a silly way. Wilbur held his free hand and kept him from straying too far. But that was an uphill battle, as little Tommy got distracted by everything. A pretty bird? Distracted. A water fountain? Distracted. A soft cow plushie in a toy store's window? Definitely distracted. Tommy stared in awe of the stuffy, and he immediately knew what he wanted. He knew he wanted it. He looked up to his papa, who noticed that he was staring at you like the cow, cow stuffy, Toms? He asked, and Tommy nodded. I'll go get him for you, but you gotta be good for techno, okay? Tommy nodded, even more excited. All right, I'll be right back. Wilbur left, and Tommy looked up at techno. Hi, Techie, Tommy said. Hi, Tommy, techno replied, softly smiling at the little. Hi, hi, Tommy giggled. Hi. We're just going to keep doing this, Techno asked. Tommy giggled again, nodding. Hi, Techno chuckled. Hi, silly boy. Silly, Tommy exclaims. Yes, you're a very silly boy, Techno affirmed. Tommy giggles and sways back and forth in place. You're definitely feeling better, baby. Mm-hmm. Why was he even upset in the first place? I'm back and look what I got, Wilbur says, holding out the stuffed cow. Ow! Tommy shook his hands in excitement forgetting about the bags in one of his hands. Tommy reached for her, and Wilbur gently and carefully checked his hands to make sure he didn't have any candy on them before giving him the toy. Tommy squealed in excitement and didn't even notice when Wilbur took out the took the wrapper and bags out of his hand. The cow was white with brown spots and two long horns at the top of her head, pointing away from the sides of her head. She was incredibly fluffy and soft and he squeezed her tight. She was perfect. You like them, Toms? Wilbur asked. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Papa. Wilbur carted a hand through Tommy's hair, gently fixing some knots. 
You're welcome, Firecracker. Now, let's go home, okay? Okie. Tommy walked alongside the two men, playing with his new toy. He held his free hand in Wilbur's so he didn't wander off. What are you going to name them, Toms? Techno asked. Hmm, Eliza, he proclaimed. Eliza? Why Eliza, Wilbur asked. Eliza Hampton, Papa, he whined. Eliza was the best, and her name was similar to the Queen's. Ah, uh, of course, how could I not see it? Wilbur exclaimed, smiling at him and Eliza. That's a good name, kiddo, Techno said. Tommy yawned. Oh, feeling sleepy, baby? Don't worry, we're almost home, Wilbur gently said. Turns out Wilbur was right, and then we're just around the corner from home. They ushered Tommy upstairs for a nap. Tommy, of course, took Eliza with him and fell asleep quickly. Now, it's only been a few weeks since then, and the stuff for his room has finally come. After the three of them, plus Phil and Kristen, put together his bed frame, they helped him get his mattress on the frame and put his sheets on. After a quick break for lunch, they helped him put some things he ordered online onto his walls, namely LED light strips, which were surprisingly a hassle to put on. Eventually... From Phil reading the instructions and Wilbur nearly tearing his hair out, they got on. He put his old pic photo frames and posters on, too. The final thing was sticky strips on the ceiling so he could hang something from the hooks on the strips. That thing was a print for 3D paper Minecraft cows, which was a suggestion from Tubbo, who they thought was it was cool. I have hanging bees, Tubbo had said. We can match them. Cows and bees. So Tommy made them, with the help of the others, and a fucking metric ton of scotch tape. But they were made, and not too warped, and were hung onto his ceiling. After those were done, they brought in his furniture and placed it accordingly. They also helped him set up his PC on his desk, including the speedrun mobile. By the time they were done, it was dinner, and they ordered takeout and called it a night. Before Phil and Kristen left, they handed him a small bag. When he looked inside, there were two plushies, one of a Minecraft bee and the other of an Enderman. He ran his hand over the plushies to find they were incredibly soft. Wilbur told us you like plushies, so we got you a couple, Kristen said. You, why? Tommy looked up. Because we wanted to? Phil asked, confused. I've never gotten something just because. Thank you. Tommy hugged them both, and they hugged back. You're welcome, Toms, Phil said. We love you, kiddo. We've got to spoil you a little bit, Kristen said, ruffling his hair. You don't have to. We want to, Phil said, placing a hand on his shoulder. Tommy looked back down into the bag and smiled at the soft toys. They were his. And they were his just because Phil and Kristen wanted to. Thank you, seriously, Tommy said, looking back up at the two of them. Anytime, Toms, Kristen said. Then they said their goodbyes, and once and once the three waved the couple off, Wilbur turned to Tommy. I have a surprise for you, Tommy. Come with me. What? Shh, no questions. Just follow, Wilbur said with a grin. Tommy looked at Techno, who gave him a knowing smirk. 
Tommy sighed but followed Wilbur into his room. Wilbur grabbed a purple shoebox from under his bed and took off the lid that Tommy's name scrawled in blue light. Inside were photos, and lots of them. Pictures from visits from Tubbo, visits from Phil and Kristen, techno surprising him and surprising him the court, and more. I've been taking a lot of photos since you got here, and even before you became my son. I've kept them all on my phone, but I wanted them more physical, so I printed them out and put them in this box. I have copies for myself, but I made some for you and some for Techno. Do you want them? I thought you can make a, coll a collage for on your wall. Photos of the first meetup, screenshots of when he won MCC, the group photo they took at the dinner, the diner. If you don't want them, it's okay. I just thought they it would be nice. Christmas photos, New Year's, a photo of them at the arcade, him with Wilbur's arms around his shoulders and a bright smile on his face, with a certificate of adoption in his own hands. A picture of the adoption certificate. It was them. It was all his family, all of who he loved. Wilbur cared enough to take photos. He just didn't want memories. He wanted photos that would last a lifetime. He cared. You care? Tommy whispered. What? Wilbur asked. Tommy looked up at the man, beaming ear to ear. Nothing, don't worry about it, big man. I would love him to be in my room. Could you help me put them up? Wilbur smiled at him with adoration and relief in his eyes. Of course. And so they stuck photo after photo onto the wall until all the photos were up. When Wilbur and Techno bid him goodnight, Tommy looked to the wall of his smiling family, and no nightmares came to him in the night. The next day was slow. They ate breakfast, watched some TV, had lunch, played some Uno. They all took showers and then had dinner. But after dinner, Wilbur went into his room. He had left his office a little bit ago and booted up his PC to stream. You want to join in? Wilbur asked. Sure, he and Techno had said. As they got ready for the stream, Tommy had an idea. While Tommy was here, he used a green screen and only occasionally streamed on Wilbur's setup. But now, he's fully settled in. Maybe they should tell the internet about what was going on. After all, he's got his PC back, but he's in a new room. His viewers are getting bored of the blue green screen, and he hates the thing too. Hey, Dad, he asked nervously. Wilbur turned around to look at him. Yeah, Tommy? I want to tell the viewers about, he makes a vague gesture with his hands, everything. Everything, Wilbur asks, pushing his glasses up. Everything. Tommy takes in a deep breath. All right, what do you want them to know? Just that, just that I'm fine, we're safe, and I'm no longer living with mother and father in it. That I'm living with you. Okay, that's okay. You want them to know I'm your dad, he asks. Tommy nods. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I want to be able to call you my dad on stream. Of course, except for when we're doing roleplay and shit. Is that okay? Wilbur's face softens, and he walks over to Tommy and hugs him. More than okay. Let's get ready for the stream then, okay? Okay. Once they finished getting ready for the stream, and he told the mods and everyone what was going on, Wilbur started streaming and sent out a tweet. Tommy sat beside him smiling nervously. 
The music began and the stream started and the scream loading screens came up. The two watched it finish, and once it finished, face cam began. Hello everyone, welcome to the stream. I'm only going to I'm only gonna be doing a couple subs today, because this is a serious stream at first. Thank you for the nine month sub, Cody, eleven months from Nora, twenty-four months from Ivy. Holy shit, thank you so much, Ivy. Yes, chat. Tommy is sitting next to me. Wilbur read out a message in chat. SBI meetup pog? Sort of, yeah. That's actually what we want to talk about. We'll wait a couple more minutes for some people to talk. Anything you want to say, Tommy? Sub with Twitch Prime or die, he says very seriously. You heard the boy. Sub with Twitch Prime, Wilbur said. Excuse you, bitch. I am a man, not a fucking boy. A man, Tommy said over him. Yeah, sure, you are, Toms. What is that supposed to mean, dickhead? It means you're a child. Fuck you, I am not. Chat, you hearing this absolute fucking bullshit? Fuck off, dad. Wait, fuck shit. Wow, you didn't just spoil it for them. Shut the fuck up, old man, I'll kick your teeth in. Old? I'm 24, you gremlin child. Fuck off, bitch boy. Wilbur playfully glared at him. So much fucking disrespect in this household. So many damn old people in my business. Tommy jokingly sneered. Wilbur rolled his eyes. Anyways, yeah, chat. This is what we're talking about. After all, we'll have a more fun stream, but this is important. Yeah, after we get all snappy and shit, we'll get back to this. Tommy playfully jabbed a finger in Wilbur's direction. Regularly scheduled bullshit. Wilbur pretended to try to bite Tommy's finger, who screeched and pulled it back. The fuck are you on? Drugs, Wilbur said cheerfully. Ayy, me too. Wait, Twitch, please, that was a drug. I'm not on drugs, and neither is Wilbur. I am not. We are not. Wait, why do you call me Wilbur? So the execs at Twitch don't think I'm talking about my sperm donor? Ah, uh, fair. Now back to the serious topic. Would you like to start, or should I, Tommy? Tommy took in a deep breath. I will. As some of you know, I was bullied a lot for being a Twitch streamer. In 2020, it got physical. In November of 2020, a bit after the November 16th stream, I was cornered in a bathroom and beaten up by four guys. Nobody believed me because I was taller than all of them, and because they'd placed the blame on me multiple times before. It led to mother and father in it kicking me out. They... Tommy trailed off and looked to Wilbur, who nodded at him. You're okay. You're safe. I'm so proud of you. Tommy blinked the tears in his eyes away. They weren't the best parents to begin with, so this is just a cherry on top of everything. Also, please never call the mother in it or father in it again, since they aren't my parents. If you talk about them, please refer to them as my birth parents. Luckily, Wilbur took me in, and we've been living together since then. About four days ago, we won our court case, and Wilbur is now my legal guardian and father. I've always joked about him being my brother on stream, but off stream, it wasn't always like that. For a while, it was, but I started, but it started to change. Now I call Wilbur my dad. I'm going to be calling him my dad on non-dream SMP or lore streams. 
Also, I'm going to get that god-awful green screen out of my arm, Sue, since you all want to know what's going on now. Anything you want to add, Dad? I know I'm legally obliged to share embarrassing stories of you on the internet. Hey, chat, you want to hear about what happened after we got a celebratory dinner on court night, Wilbur jokes? Dad, no, this is fucking blasphemy. Do you even know what blasphemy fucking means, Tommy? Yes, it means fuck you, old man. I'm not fucking old. Chat was going by a mile a minute, hearts, pogs, and positive messages presuming by. The mods, which included their regular mods and a lot of their friends, were trying their best to make sure no negative messages got through. As he and Wilbur rough roughhoused, Tommy paid no mind to the chat, even if they were positive. It was overwhelming, and he knew he wouldn't be able to handle it right now. Hey mods, please put on emote only, Wilbur said. The chat was at the emote only, and Tommy watched thousands of hearts and pog emotes go by. It was so good to see. Suddenly, Wilbur got a call on Discord, and they saw it was Phil, and they answered. Hello, mates. I just wanted to pop in and say I'm proud of you both, the older male said. Thank you, Dadza. It's always good to hear from you, man, Wilbur said, grinning. Wilbur, we just saw you and Tommy, Phil said, laughing. Fucking and big man, Tommy shouted, laughing. Phil laughed. Whatever, Tommy. Anyways, can't believe you guys just fucked up the SBI dynamic. Tommy laughed even harder. Wait, since I call you Dadza and Tommy's my son, doesn't that make you Tommy's granddad? Oh shit, oh fuck, I'm not that old, Phil yelled. Tommy mischievously grinned. What's wrong, Granza? Are you okay? Yeah, Granza, what's wrong? Phil cracked up. Oh my fucking god, this is fucking cursed. It's so fucking weird to call you Granza, I don't like that, Tommy says. Tommy is two dads now, then, Wilbur said. Techno joined the call. Gee, Tommy, I can't believe sleep, sleepy twit said you have two dads. They all cracked up, and after they kept chatting, a couple other people, including Tubbo and Ranboo, joined to congratulate them. The stream was about an hour and a half in total, and they signed off and ended up talking with Phil, Techno, Tubbo, and Ranboo. Hey guys, have you checked Twitter yet? Ranboo asked. No, why? Oh shit, you guys are number one on trending, Tubbo yelled, grinning. Wilbur minimized Discord and opened Twitter to go to the trending page. Turns out they actually were trending number one. One, Minecraft YouTubers trending. Hashtag dadbur. Streamers Wilbur Sutton Tommy and it announced that Wilbur adopted Tommy and is now Tommy's dad. Congratulations. Number two, Minecraft YouTubers trending. Wilbur trending with adopted and Tommy. Three, Minecraft YouTubers trending. Tommy trending with adopted, comma, Wilbur. Four, Minecraft YouTubers trending, hashtag Granza. Stream is Tommy in it, Philza, and Wilbur said joke that Philza is now Tommy's grandfather because Wilbur adopted Tommy. Number five, Minecraft YouTubers trending, SVI dynamic. Tommy cackled at the screen, but also felt his heart impossibly warm. It was so nice to see the MCTYT community being so supportive and excited. Things had been rough lately, with the stress of being adopted, 
and some shitty aunties attacking the community. It was so nice to see some positive messages. He looked over to Wilbur, who was tearing up. Is he okay? Is something wrong? Dad, are you okay? Wilbur wipes away a tear. Tommy, man, I'm more than fine. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so happy to be your dad, that you're my son, that everyone is accepting and excited. I'm so happy that you're okay. I love you so much, Firecracker. You're my boy, and I wouldn't have, have it any other way. Tommy felt tears well water up, and he, as he tried his hardest to push them back to no avail. I wouldn't change anything either, Dad. I really wouldn't.